Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. Hey, welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. It's Rory Vaden here today, all by myself, normally joined by my wife and business partner, AJ Vaden, who is also the CEO of Brand Builders Group, and she is also the CEO of the Vaden Villa household, which has no shortage of things going on. So I'm rolling solo on this episode, which is great and fine by me, actually, because I loved this episode with Nick Santanastasso. And I'm telling you, if you didn't listen to the episode, first of all, if you just need to pick me up, go listen to this guy. I mean, this is a guy that was born with no legs, one arm, and yet he's a bodybuilder. Like, he is amazing. His attitude, his story, like, so inspiring, so touching, so moving, so compelling. This is the kind of thing where I love getting to do what I do because I go beyond the learning that happens from interviewing the guests, just to know somebody like Nick. And it really just puts things in perspective for me to go, you know what, man, I'm a whiner about stuff. I have it so easy and I lose perspective so much on just trivial things and, you know, to hear some of the challenges that he has had and that he has gone through and, and to just, you know, think about what does life look like and feel like every day for someone that has no legs. And yet in his eyes and many ways as evidenced by his life, it's not something that holds him back whatsoever. He has, like all people of greatness, turned this circumstance into confidence and that was really the first thing I wanted to share with you, right? So, these recap editions, we give you the three highlights, like our three main takeaways. 
And that was the first one was actually just to talk about confidence. And I think confidence is powerful because when you think of personal brand strategy, right? That's what we do at Brand Builders Group. It's like we teach you how to build and monetize your personal brand. People think of the tactical stuff, getting clear on your messaging, getting clear on your positioning, getting clear on your market, clear on your model and talking about copy and colors and your keynote and your books and your content, like all these tactical things that we teach and we love teaching and we're good at teaching. But you can't ever overlook or you can't ever forget the fact that at the end of the day, people are buying you. And so your own personal growth, your own personal development, these decidedly soft skills, like are things that I talk about in my first book, Take the Stairs or Procrastinate on Purpose, or like what Nick is talking about here with just getting your mind right. Just because you are a personal brand doesn't mean that you are somehow exempt from learning and practicing all of the very things that you teach and that we teach in the industry of personal development. In fact, one of the reasons why I'm in this industry is because I know I need it more than anybody. I have to be reminded of it. And Nick was talking about that with confidence and clearly confidence is an important skill of any trusted brand or messenger. And I appreciated what he said about confidence because here's what he said. He said, confidence is a skill that we build by keeping our promises with ourselves and following through on them. So in other words, confidence isn't like just this trait that you're born with like swagger, right? Or, you know, like some people just sort of have some swagger. Maybe we think about that, but he's saying, no, 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 no. That's not what real confidence is. What real confidence is, is integrity, right? Like it comes from following through on the things that you said you were going to do, not for the world around you, but to yourself. Can you make a commitment? Can you say you're going to do something? And then can you show up and do that thing? Like that is what creates confidence because it's based on this track record of being an amazing person. It's a track record of being trustworthy. And that is confidence. It is also reputation, right? It's confidence to yourself. It's reputation to your market. But no matter what you call it, it comes from living out your commitments, from integrity, from following through. And so I think that we wouldn't always naturally draw a clear line to saying, okay, what could I do today that would build and monetize my personal brand? We might think, oh, I could send an email or I could do a social media post or I could write a book or I could, but it's like, you know what builds your personal brand just as much as those things is practicing your integrity, building your own personal character, like shaping your attitude, like getting your mind right is as important a part of all of this as anything. It's just like any profession, right? It doesn't matter if you're a leader or a salesperson or an accountant, there is the skill part of this and then there is the mindset piece. And I think this is an interview that had a lot of those softer sides, the, 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 the inspirational part, the mindset, the personal development, and then, you know, even making confidence somewhat tactical. I really appreciated that. Now to the more tactical thing. So one of the other big takeaways, I think for me from this interview with Nick, of course, go listen to the full interview, but you know, basically he just came out and directly said to build a fan base that cares about you. You have to be open about your struggles. 
and I've heard this kind of before, right? Like you hear, oh, you know, be authentic, be transparent, be vulnerable. Those are like buzzwords of the day, which is great. I don't, I'm not demeaning those in any way. I think it's really great. There was something about the way that Nick said it that really hit me deeply. Like it just really clicked. It really resonated because there's something about when you stand in front of a camera or when you get behind a microphone or when you launch a website or when you communicate through a social media post or through a blog or through a book, there's like, there's something about communicating through that medium, like putting a medium between me and you. Like if we were communicating face to face in real life, it's just like raw. But then when you insert like this medium, some type of a screen, there's something where it's like, we feel like we have to pretend or modify or mask or cover up or just pretend that things are maybe better than they are or not. And yet for the people who care about you in real life and the people that you care about, the people who you have the deepest relationships with in real life, like not on social media, not in your email list, like not your podcast followers, in real life face-to-face are the people who you walk through struggles with right? Like it's your best friend that was there in the toughest time of your life. It's your family member who you were there for when they were going through a tough time. It's a teacher who believed in you when you didn't have faith. It's the struggles that create the relationships that create the bonds. And so what Nick said, and again, I guess this should be obvious, but it really just hit me in a different way, was that if you want your audience to care about you, you have to have that kind of a relationship with them, which means it's not like, posting pictures of like your fancy vacation and your Rolls Royce and your private jet and like all that stuff all the time. Those things are fine, you know, I suppose to whatever extent they fit with your brand messaging, but it's the struggles, it's the weaknesses, it's the breakdowns, it's the hard times, it's the difficulty that you're having that makes people care about you. And it shows that you care about them, that you care enough about them that, hey, this is a real relationship. I'm trusting you with these intimate parts of my life, like I'm trusting that sacred piece of me with you. And that is how highly I value this relationship. And that can be done through a medium. That can be done through a podcast or through a video broadcast, or it can be done through a book, or it can be done through a blog post. It can be done through a medium, just the same ways it's done face-to-face. But you have to remove that filter that for whatever reason, we, we fake stuff and we pretend like we go into presentation mode. A lot of times when we're coaching speakers on this all the time, you're talking to this perfectly normal human and then all of a sudden they stand on stage and like their voice changes, their posture changes and like they're this confident person and then somehow they stand on stage and it's like, we're in the same room that we were in 30 seconds ago. But now that you're on stage, you're like this totally different being. And, you know, that just takes practice. That's natural. It takes time. And I think that's true as well. But one of the ways you can practice it, what Nick was saying is just be vulnerable. Like just share your struggles, whatever that is. It doesn't have to be grandiose things like, oh, I'm struggling with depression or suicide or I'm divorced or like whatever. I don't think it has to be these major things. I think it's the little things like, man, I was pissed off today because I was waiting in line and blah, 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 blah. People connect with that and they care about you. And I think for me, this is, this is something that I, I could do a better job of. I could definitely do a better job of it. So that I thought was really, really good. And then I think somewhat related to that, my third 
takeaway, which was big, is that he said, as an influencer, it's important to engage with the followers that you have now before more will show up in the future, right? That is a big idea. That is a powerful concept that so many of us are going, gosh, I wish I had more followers. I wish I had more followers. I wish I had more followers. I wish I had more subscribers. I wish I had more people in my database. And yet, we don't value the ones that we have now with like the sanctity and the reverence that really deserves or attracts more people into that space, right? Like if we don't value the things that we have now because we're constantly just chasing the next thing, like why would anyone else want to show up just to be one of the numbers? No, 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 that's not how it works, right? Like what makes people want to show up is that when people feel like they're getting you and when they feel cared about, they come back and they tune in. Why? Because in the world we live in today, Nobody feels cared about. Everybody feels like a number. Everybody, ironically, feels more disconnected than we ever have been before in history because we don't have the genuine, meaningful, deep relationships. And communication happens in such short spurts, and and it's often through text, like written modalities, that we're craving the human-to-human connection. And so, when you give that to people, when you do that through a podcast or through a book, like through the spoken word or the written word or through a keynote speech, all of these different mediums that we use to build a personal brand, when you show people that you care, when you talk about them with reverence and and when you engage with them, when you actually take the time to answer their questions and comment back to them and respond, you know, back and forth in their DMs, et cetera, et cetera, that engagement causes you to develop, I think, the mindset and mentality of the proper care of your audience that is the same mindset and mentality and attitude that attracts more people to showing up. So, if you're not valuing and engaging with and caring for the audience that you have now, I wouldn't expect a bigger audience to show up for you. And This reminds me in another very literal way, like when I started out speaking, you know, people see me now and this isn't always like I still do small gigs. In fact, there's, you know, some clients will pay my full fee and have me in front of 10 people. That's rare. But, you know, like there's a fair number of events that I speak at now that are big. Let's say, you know, more than 300, 500 people, you know, up into the thousands. I'm speaking at an event later this year that'll have 10,000 people live. And so people see that and they go, wow, like if I were in front of 10,000 people live, like I would deliver that keynote with huge energy. But what they never saw was when I was speaking to two people in the back of a Perkins restaurant on University Boulevard in south of downtown Denver, Colorado. And I did that hundreds of times, like speaking to tiny groups for free of less than 10 people. 304 times I did that when like nobody was there and I wasn't getting, I mean, there were people there, but there weren't many people there. But that's the thing is nobody wants to do the work of showing up and nobody wants to care for the small audience in a way that prepares them and develops them and cultivates them into the person they need to be to attract the big audience. And that's what Nick is talking about here. So that was a really really great reminder. So, this interview, as I said, inspiring in many more ways than one. Go check it out. If you're not following, his name is Nick Santanastasso, which is 
long. <laughs> it took me a minute to learn how to say, but his handle is at Nick Santo 534 on most of the socials at Nick Santo 534. Of course, if you go to our blog, we will put links up to Nick's profile and the show notes and everything just like we do with every episode. But that is what it comes down to. And I think ultimately it's like caring enough about yourself so that you can learn to care for your audience. We'll see you next time. That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation. 